What's happening, guys? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Saw the story about Craig Morgan, and then I went to his Instagram to see, but Craig Morgan, who you may know from this song right here. He shared a picture of his knee on Instagram with a big old cut in it. Big old gash. He posted, got a little machete gash. A few stitches later, I'm all good. God, I love Alaska. I mean, Craig Morgan's (laughs) hardcore. (laughs) Yeah, he is. I mean, the guy's been a policeman, served our military, Mm -hmm. worked as a Walmart stalker. He's done it all. Yeah. But man, that is a bad injury right there. Oof. Blood scare you? Oh, I don't like it, but it doesn't scare me. Like my husband will pass out. I don't have that problem. Which is weird because your husband's a big old military guy. Yeah. Big he old strong. He doesn't really like to talk about how he has a weakness when it comes to blood, but he does. It's true. Worst you ever been injured? I I haven't really suffered any injuries. Um you know, I, I got stung by a wasp. <laughs> oh, wasp. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I have well, some gashes. Wow, that's the worst you've ever been Oh, injured, I have huh? a little scar. I mean, I got stitches on my chin and my forehead, but I was a kid and being a kid. But as an adult, I sliced my thumb with a potato peeler and it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never broken anything. You? I oh, yeah. fell off a house when I was young. It was a bad one. Ruptured my spleen. Almost died. Didn't take it out. I was in the hospital for a week or so. Yeah. My, my real dad left when I was in the hospital. It's a whole thing. Jeez. Yeah. But, and the, the, which is why they say, some doctors tell me that I am vulnerable to corona now because they don't have a spleen. Some say I'm not. They're like, yeah, you're fine. Some say I'm, so I don't know. We just say I'm half vulnerable at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mine is probably, I have a scar that goes from my sternum down to my pubic bone my pubic area <laughs> still it's still there eddie you haven't hurt real bad uh i think the the worst one was when i recently within the last few years i cut my fingers trying to sharpen a knife and i cut the tendon didn't even know i did it i i, I cut it and i was like i'm fine i put a band-aid on it for like three days then it just got bigger and swollen and swollen and then i went to the doctor he's like uh it's hanging by a thread literally anybody broken a bone i have What'd you break? I broke my right arm twice my left arm once and i chipped some bones in my ankle dang you? No, no, you haven't done it. Oh, I mean, it's like, sorry, my fingernail <laughs> count. I, yeah, I just haven't ever broken anything. If you've broken anything as you get older, because I'm 40 now, but I have broken fingers from playing uh, high school football and broken ribs. Whenever the weather changes, the arthritis sets in. Oh, you and, feel and, it. And everything hurts. But this was happening to me. when I, My shoulder from when I fell in Dancing with the Stars and hurt that, whenever weather changes, mm-hmm. I feel it a little bit. But I think it's partially getting old. Oh, yeah. There's that time I fell at the airport and hurt my back. Oh, yeah, that was serious. Yeah. There was ice at the airport. Amy fell and hurt herself really bad. Yeah. I should didn't own sue. that airport. Yeah, I didn't sue. It should be Amy International Airport, but it's <laughs> definitely not. Missed yeah. opportunity there for sure. Eddie got a little upset with me. You want to talk about that? Mm, yeah. Yeah, because you continue to lie to me. <laughs> That's why. Wait, I don't I didn't lie to him. No, he no. does lie to me, Amy. About what? About time. Well, do you remember, Amy, when like he would lie to us and say, like, oh, the start time is one o'clock and we get there and it didn't start till like two because we're always late? <laughs> I don't. You did that to me? It's been a long time. If he did that to me, I wasn't aware. And I haven't now had I'm to aware, do that to Amy in a long time. Yeah, point. Bones, the last time I was late, dude, was like three, four years ago. And why do you think that is? Honestly, what? why do you think you're on time now all the time? You? Okay, you're welcome. Now, yep. continue on with the story. Because yes. I, I do, I have some fault here, but go ahead. 
well, we're this is when we're gonna go fishing. He's like, hey, we're gonna get there at this time, all right? So meet us there. And it's a dock that's far away from it my was like house. eleven after the show. Okay, it's far away. I gotta go pick up my wife, go get make sure the babysitter's good, and then we're gonna go to the dock. We get there and I'm rushing because the babysitter's late. Oh my gosh. And my my wife's like, why are you driving so fast? I'm like, I cannot be late. We cannot be late to this. Mm-hmm. Like we cannot. Bobby doesn't like it when we're late. I'll leave him. Bodily. He will. He said, We'll leave you. <laughs> He said that in the text. It's such an awesome friendship. <laughs> so I know. Then, the Amy, so we get there, right? There isn't a soul in sight. And I text him like, where are you? He's like, it sounds like he's still in, oh man, I'm uh, eating something. Like, what? <laughs> what do you mean eating? We're supposed to be here at this time? He's like, oh no, they t- oh, I guess I gave you the wrong time. I'm like, dude, you do not have to do that anymore. You know, I, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought this up because I do think we've graduated from me not doing that anymore. <laughs> I apologize. And then, and then you know, I, and the lady that was babysitting, she's a nice lady, but she's late sometimes. And I snapped at her because I was like, I cannot be late. Okay, and, but tell Amy why you shouldn't have snapped at her. Because it was free and she was doing it for, to be nice. She was babysitting for free and Eddie snapped at his babysitter. <laughs> Eddie. <laughs> well, it That's can't be late, Amy. It can't be late. This like, is what I'm going to say here. You really, hold on. What uh-huh. did you say? How did I, you snap at her? Well, I just said, hey, what time did we tell you to be here? Oh. <gasps> You oh, did? Yeah. And then what'd she say? And she said, I know, I told you this time I'm sorry, you know, like, but I'm just, uh, I just, you know, there's a lot going on. I had to take the dog out. He wouldn't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, okay. Well, we've both learned something here. Wow. Mostly me. <laughs> I won't handle you like someone who's been late. Thank you. Okay. But I think you've graduated beyond that. I'm just going to tell you the real time for now on. Thank you. Do you at least understand though why I would do that? Yes. Okay. But I'm not doing that anymore. You have my word. But Amy, when I told him what I did to the babysitter, he said, Kind of proud of you for that because it is not nice to be late. Even though it's free, she did say she'd be there. <laughs> it is true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. She's and, doing you a favor. Yeah. Do you but, ever pay her? No, I didn't pay her. She watches four kids for free. It's no. Yes, yeah, she she's very nice. You don't even tip her. Mm-mm. Should I tip her? Wait, I'm so confused. She's Who's a, this she, very nice person? She's a very nice person. Amy she's wants a, her. Amy's like, wait, 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 wait. How do I get in touch with this very nice person? She's a friend of the family. We met her through mutual friends, and she's just very nice. She wants to do it to help us. Because obviously, well, and so, because with foster kids too, so she's certified to do that? Or yes, whatever. yes. Well, that's, yeah, that is, um, yeah, that's like double handy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's be on time, you know what I'm saying? And Eddie, let's be on time, and you were, so and I'm, I'm If I was now. that babysitter, I'd be like, fine. Oh, Find I somebody you want to yeah, yeah, yeah. pay to get here. I'm trying to help you out. Watch your kids for you. What do we them. both learn? I'll go first. Yes. I now am considering you normal. You're not late anymore. Thank you. I will treat you like a grown adult. Thank you. Now, what did you learn? That I'm always on time now. No. And I you will continue also, to be on time. You had to learn about your babysitter. I did. To be kind. And appreciate. Be kind. And appreciate that she's doing it for free. And, and, every, and everybody something. really start being on time. Right? It's frustrating, right? It is, dude. Now that I'm on your side of it, like, it's frustrating. I don't know. Is there, like, a gift card or, like, a like flowers or, like, a in general, or that you could do for her, especially if she always does it for free? Like, How, just, how about, how about next time we ask and she's on time, I give her the gift card? Boom. Hold it above her head. If you're on time, you get the treat. Right. If she's late, I just hold them. I was going to give you this, but not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're all 12 years old. <laughs> We've got a whole countdown of good news stories. We call it the very retro-themed Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Oh, yeah, and I'm your host, Bobby Bones. (laughs) 
Coming in at number five this week, a woman in Sacramento, California, celebrated her 100th birthday with a drive through celebration. Her friends, her family, neighbors, they all formed a caravan on the street, and they all drove past her as she celebrated her 100 birthday. In your mind, do you see you living to 100? No. 90, maybe. But 100, I, I don't know anybody personally, I don't think, that made it to 100. I had some family members that made it to 90-something, 90 yeah. 95. I'd love to make it to 100. But and even, you, even the day after, April 3rd. Uh, <laughs> but 100 is a goal, but, baby. But do you, you know what life is is like for you? At 100? Mm-hmm. I can barely get through life now at 40. What okay. are you talking about? Uh, the oldest person ever who has been independently, independently verified is Janine Kalmet, who lived to be 122 years old. What? My goodness. Did you do what? Yeah, it. verified 122. Wow, she that got a blue is, check mark. That seems crazy. That's crazy. All right, let's go. Number four. There's a foundation that's been creating cards and fruit baskets to send to people affected by coronavirus. So far, they've sent out more than 1,400 baskets just this month. A person shared a note. They came with it and said, hey, we're here with you. We stand by you. The gift is a token of love. Our heart goes to you. Caitlin subscribes to this thing called Misfits. What's it called? The fruit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get it every week. Misfits There's no more room for the misfit fruit. It's <laughs> a great listen. It's You're a, a foster great. home for fruit. Now. It's a great <laughs> box. It's like fruit that looks weird, that won't sell, and it all eats the same. It's so cute. It yeah. won't stop coming. Every time we're about two fruit in, it's like another box is there. Well, you never know what's in it. Eating I, fast enough. We have to cancel it, I think, because it's just too, too much. much fruit. Number three. The pandemic and recession may not hurt charitable giving as much as expected. Giving USA says that an increase in donations around coronavirus and the nationwide protests could actually keep charity numbers strong this year. So uh, that's good news, too. Number two. One positive side effect of school moving to online is less bullying. You know, less kids are experiencing bullying because the bullies aren't there with them. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, without the stuff that happens at school spilling into the online world, they're experiencing less cyberbullying too because that stuff at school is what creates the cyberbullying because they're cyberbullying about things back at school. Oh, yeah. So there's not that component either. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, But bullying too, not great, but for you, you were bullied and you feel as though you are who you are because of some I would of that. never want there to be bullying. I don't want that either. But I'm, I wonder sometimes what you might be like if you weren't. Again, don't want that for you. But so much of your personality and your drive. I mean, I guess maybe you would have found your drive elsewhere. Because sometimes I think for a while it was like, I got to show these people what I can do. Well, there's not as much bullying happening now because of online school. Hard to bully somebody in the Zoom. Hard to punch somebody upside the head or stick me in a toilet Can't if you're on Zoom. <laughs> That's what you did to me. All of you. All right, and finally. Number one. A singer who's done shows at Walt Disney World for 40 years has ridden his bike over 3,000 miles during the pandemic just to cheer up his friends and co-workers by performing in their front yards. His name is Billy Flanagan, and he calls his uh, things that he landed, he calls them flanagrams. Like Funny. A, yeah. Here's a clip of a doorbell cam of him singing. I'm here to say hello, hello. It's your planogram, your Billy planogram. Olivia. <laughs> and I would guess that Billy got bullied like me as a kid. <laughs> that was the Good News Countdown. Come on. 
It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this family that has this dog, Zeus, and they live in Montana. And a supposed family friend stole their dog and took off. Obviously not a real good friend. Went to West Virginia on the run with the dog. Well, they tracked him down, found him, but then they realized, okay, you're a bad person. We need our dog back. But West Virginia, Montana, 2,000 miles away. Well, there's a group called Mini Paul's Volunteer Transport Team. And what they do is they rally people across the country to form a relay team to get animals back where they need to be. Because not everybody can just go hop in the car and drive 2,000 miles because then you got to go back as well. So you get people that can go, you know, hey, can you go 100 miles today and then turn around and go back? And then you have a meeting point. And it's puppy hitchhiking. It is. <laughs> yeah. It, this it worked. They got Zeus back. Fifteen volunteers traveled two thousand miles across nine states in four days to get Zeus home. Wow! Woo! A lot of infrastructure in this too. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's probably so much logistics and planning. I bet somebody on there either maybe work for UPS, FedEx, Amazon. You're if assu- not. Maybe you're they assuming should. all this. Well, I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's just so much that goes into that. Yeah, it's a good story. I'm yeah. glad they got their dog back. What kind of person steals a dog? Not I a know, good person. Especially someone that's a supposed friend. <laughs> like, yeah, let's remove that, that title from them. All right, that's Tell Me Something Good. There you go. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from New York. A man was at a golf course, and the beverage girl gets out and runs in the clubhouse. He's like, man, I've always wanted to drive the beverage cart. So he jumps in and drives it home. Oh, he didn't drive it around. He went home with it. Yeah, yeah. He left parking lot, went a few blocks into an apartment complex where he was arrested. Did he oh, take dang. any beverages? I used to work maintenance on a golf course, and I often wished I was a young pretty girl to make all that tip money. Oh, yeah. They do get tipped a lot. Because I didn't get tipped crap. I was out grinding in the weeds. Weed eating, ditch, sand ra- Oh, miserable job. Mowing greens right when the sun came up. You should have petitioned for that. Oh. Could you have... Uh- Interviewed for the job? No. <laughs> no one's going to buy beer no from one's gonna buy. Yeah, No one's going to buy beer from a dude. <laughs> no. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Time to open up the mailbag. You guys can hit us up at any time. Here we go. Bobby's Mailbag. Hey, Bobby Bones. I would rather not say my name. I was taking out the trash in my 13-year-old son's room and found a box for what appeared to be a refill for a vape pen. Then I looked around his room and found a vaping pen hidden in his drawers. I'm at a loss of how to deal with it. He's very susceptible to peer pressure, and he wants to badly fit in with the cool kids. Should I punish him? If so, how? Any suggestions would be appreciated. And then she just signs it, concerned mother. Interesting. One time hmm. with me, and, and just to know me back a little bit, I've always been made fun of because I was extremely straight edge. Like, I've never had a drink of alcohol. I've never smoked anything. No illegal drugs. And one time, my mom thought she found weed in the car and was like, I found your weed. And I was like, what? No, you didn't. And she thought I meant, no, she didn't find my weed. (laughs) And all I meant was I've never in my life smoked weed. I've never, at that point, I don't even know that I'd, but I was doing maintenance on a golf course. I was walking, and it was just literally weeds from my shoes probably (laughs) that it was in the car. She's like, oh yeah, I found your weed. And I was like, well, no, 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 you didn't find it. She goes, well, I didn't, but where is it then? And I got myself on this this never-ending. <laughs> but I did it, I, I, you know, but it's the only time that I was ever confronted about anything like that. You, did you ever get in trouble for anything like that? 
My, I mean, I'm you ever get sure caught I got smoking or anything? Grounded for. I mean, my dad found. Here's the thing. My dad's awesome, but he wasn't a very. I kind of wish he had put up more boundaries for me, because like, he found alcohol in my car, like a whole cooler. I was clearly 16, and I remember him just coming. I was at his house for the night. I lived with my mom full time, but I was at his house, and he came up to the room, and he just kind of lectured me for a second, and then he walked away. I was like, "That's it." That's it. Go, but, that's it. <laughs> but <laughs> opens but one up. Here's the thing, parents. Kids like for you to give them boundaries. And now as a grown adult, I look back on some of the stuff I got away with with my dad. And I'm like, Dad, did you even did you love me? Like, do you did, I know you love me, but you should have been I should have had more rules because that shows that you care about my well-being. I don't know that kids love that, though. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> You're I mean, saying kids love it. I don't think kids no, love rules. I think they do need... I know they don't love it, but kids need, and they yeah. will appreciate it, and then the, later they'll realize, oh, gosh, like, Dad, why why did you let me do all of that? And then I think because I was able to get away with it with my dad, I never really did it around my mom. So I never got in trouble. <laughs> so what would you say? You're a mom. You have two kids. Gosh, that's hard. Vaping, explain it to me. It's the one that Lexi did on Cheer. Yes. Okay. Yes, it's the that little pin. That is bad. Yeah. That's bad. Aren't they ha- recalling all, or not recalling, but companies are getting, like kids thought maybe it was kind of a safe way to be cool and inhale something, but it's causing all kinds of lung damage and that's like not good. So cool. Do you think that's going to convince them not to? <laughs> God. <laughs> Because I'm telling you, that it. ain't the way to go. <laughs> Stop. I'm learning about it. You know, kid, about re- it. kid's recent data says, <laughs> no. Well, I'm learning because I saw that. I I saw this article, this teenager in Dallas or something that died from vaping. I'd probably pull that up. You want to die? I don't know. <laughs> I think, again, I don't have any kids. I'm going to toss my hat in the ring Go here. on. I'll do it. I think you- the most effective way to have a kid listen, I don't think it's to yell at the kid here, right? I think it's to yeah, find someone no that they'll listen to and have them talk to them. Meaning, let's say it was a kid and they thought I was cool. And a mom was like, hey, will you like talk to my kid and tell him, show, show him how it's not cool and how it's... I think it would be to bring in someone that they respect about this to not do it and have that conversation. Now, they do it again, then I think you start to ground and get in trouble. But I think the first shot of it is, hey, let me bring in somebody. Let's let's bring in somebody that you'll actually listen to. He can listen to mom. He can listen to mom. Let's offer ourselves to her. We yeah. could make him a video. Hit Amy up. She'll talk about the statistics last year. And <laughs> hey, whenever <laughs> I caught my husband dipping, I print, I pulled up a bunch of pictures of people that lost half their jaw because of cancer in their mouth, and they had to have surgically removed half of their face. So I was like, "Hey, you still want to dip? Do yes, you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. um, does he listen, still dip? Let- I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He was. This was when he's in the Air Force. He said he would dip. Pilots dipped." On long flights yeah. to stay awake for energy. So he he's not in the Air Force anymore. So no. Eddie and I were talking about dipping the other day. And I was mm-hmm. like, I've never dipped. Ugh. I've never touched any tobacco at all. And I was like, Eddie, because you said you threw up. or your Oh, friend. yeah. My friend, I remember because I used to, you know, back like when we were listening to 90s country, wearing yeah. tight Wranglers. And, you know, it would be cool sometimes if you ironed your dip can around your back pocket and people would be like, oh, you dip. So I would buy cans of dip and stuff. And my friend who came down to visit, and I was like, dude, you guys, that's what we're all doing. We're all dipping. 
And he's like, okay, well, what do I do? Well, I would put it in your mouth and just whatever you do, don't swallow it because that's the rule. Don't swallow the dip or your spit. In two seconds, he swallowed his spit. Bleh, threw up oh. everywhere. It's so nasty. Well, but you said it made you f- your head spin. It's probably a better, I mean, I don't, it, it's, it's a crazier buzz than a beer. Like, Well, how in the world? It must you get used to it, though, because you can't. Fly an airplane and dip. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a buzz. I mean, I was eighteen Amy's when I did it. Like, whoa, the earth is spinning. Like, no, no, it's the plane. Get us back on track. <laughs> it must be the dip. Wait a second. I mean, I don't know. Okay, so here's what we're gonna say. First of all, there is there isn't a wrong way to parent this, right? Every parent relationship with the kids different. Oh man, it's, I don't. It's tough, right? Yeah, it's so hard. It's dependent on your kid. My advice would be to find somebody to think is cool, and if you can get cool to, to hop in, whoever that cool person is. If you can get cool to hop in and communicate, that's step one. Step two is in punishment. But that would be my advice. You? Yeah, I think... I'd be happy to talk to your kid, by the way, if he thinks I'm cool. But he's yes. There you he's go. Like, he's 13. He probably doesn't think I'm cool. But I'm happy to if a 13-year-old thinks I'm cool. Yeah. Same. If he doesn't think Bobby's cool, but he thinks I'm cool, <laughs> call me. <laughs> I'll talk to him. That's, yeah, I think the first time around you take a, an approach like that, I think that's really smart to try to get to them on in a different level. But then there has to be some consequences if the if the uh, activity continues. Yeah. Well, here's John from Massachusetts. I'm calling to let you know I love the podcast. I absolutely love it. Also, if I find a vape pen in my son's room, I have failed as a father. We have educated him. He's 13. We have educated him on the use of doing drugs, smoking, vaping. It's awful. I mean, he's seen it through school videos. They've been preaching about it to the point where he rolls his eyes every time and says, stop telling me this. And I tell him, we're telling you this so one day if you're ever in a situation with your friends and you see it come out, anything that we've been talking about, you kind of get sick to your stomach and you roll your eyes knowing that you were just echoing in your head what not to do. So there you go. That's his message. Again, everybody's a different parent. That's not how I do it. Because I think you can be educated forever, but sometimes peer pressure is a little stronger than education. Correct. Oh, yeah. That's tough. I knew smoking. I, I Growing up, I hated that my grandma smoked, and I used to hide her cigarettes and smoking so bad. And, of course, she knew that, and we did dare, and this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs and all that. But I started smoking in high school, not for a long time, but I thought I was being cool for a minute. And... I knew it was bad for me, but I was doing it anyways. Just because everybody else was. It lasted maybe a month, but it was ugh, it was a hard month. I did not <laughs> like it. <laughs> and then I realized this, this makes me 0% cooler, so I stopped. All right, there you go. Uh, let's close up the mailbag. Thank you for that. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Or you can show him this article here. That this Texas teen at 15 is the youngest to ever die from vaping. See? Was he in Dallas? A 15-year-old Texas teen who died from vaping is the youngest victim so far in an outbreak of vaping-related deaths. Dallas County Health and Human Services is what it comes from. Just blow that out. Make him read it 100 times out loud. Mm -hmm. Learn every word Now we're getting into torture. (laughs) Oh. All right, all right. Uh, Let me play... Ooh, uh, what? oh man, I just kind of went somewhere in my head that probably would not be good parenting, but would scare them. Okay, <laughs> you take Uh-oh. them to a doctor, and you have the doctor tell them they're going to die. <laughs> like it's a oh, joke? Like, like plan it all out? <laughs> they're not. <Fate? laughs> okay. <laughs> but then they get scared, and they won't do it it's again. It's not scared straight with prison people. You're having a doctor lie. <laughs> All right, here is the first voicemail we got when we came in this morning. Hey, Amy, uh, this question's for you. I just wondered, I heard you um, said that your husband still flies, but does he fly commercial flights? 
Like, what is he doing since he is not, like, in the Air Force anymore? That's all. Have a good day. Bye. It's a good question. So he flies, uh, what does he fly? Like, um... Charter? Charter. That's what it's called. I was like, what's the word? He does some charter flights. He picks them up whenever he can because he just loves being in the sky. He's but not an everyday pilot not for charter. not an everyday pilot for charter, but if they need one, he's on a list of guys. And boy, does he light up when he can. He can't always do it if he gets the call, depending on what we have going on. But if his schedule's open, he's like, hitting the road. See ya. And he loves, even if it's just like to Alabama and back. <laughs> He's, he's all about it. And then he has he does a drone business every day during the day. So that's his everyday job, but flies when he can. Here is Natalie from Iowa. I'm just calling because I love your guys' show. I've been listening consistently for a year now. I'm usually about a couple days behind just because I listen on the podcast. Every time I listen to this episode over and over because I crack up every time. It's the episode where you do an easy trivia and you ask him how many days are in the year and Eddie doesn't know it. I literally was drinking a milkshake the first time I listened to it and spit it out all over my car. I had to pull over just to clean it. Okay, Eddie, mm. she thinks you're funny. That's funny. She, I, she thinks I'm, yeah, I'm dumb and How funny. How many days are in a year? 365. Nice. Why did I miss that? Maybe it was days in a year or weeks in a year. Um, maybe weeks. How many weeks in a year? 52. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see, look, you learned something. <laughs> Call us. We'd love to hear from you. 877-77-BOBBY. B-O-B-B-Y. Here is Tyson from Savannah, Georgia. Hey, Bobby, how's it going? I was just listening to the show on, on my way to work, and I just want to give you guys a call and uh, say I appreciate it. Also, I was going to say, like, I've never seen you guys, so I have no idea what you guys look like. Uh, and I always have this uh, mental image of what you guys might look like based on uh, based on your voices every day. I don't know if that's something that you've uh, had other listeners uh, comment on before, but uh, I just thought that was interesting. Mm, I'm very chiseled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, you can go uh, to my Instagram at Mr. Bobby Bones if you want to get a look at this. I'd encourage you not to, honestly. <laughs> Whatever you're picturing is better than what the real thing is. <laughs> Probably. But when people call in and do have that, I want to know what they think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I don't know if you want to call back and tell us in your head how you see us, since he's not <laughs> acting like he's going to go look. Um, at Bobby Bones Show to watch clips of the show too. So yeah. our, our Instagrams are they're popping. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a nerdy, I'm a, I'm a, per, I'm a 6.8 with big dark drum glasses. You know, that's about accurate, huh? Yeah. I mean, no, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> said, Did yeah. you give you a 6.8? <laughs> like that's you self. Yeah. Yourself giving myself a number. Scored. I'm, say, I'm a little above average, but not much. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm no prize. Oh, okay. You know, Amy, on the other hand, solid. Five. Stop it. Solid 10. Oh, that's... You're li- he's lying. <laughs> oh, bull, so. bull crap. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So next year's honorees for the Hollywood Walk of Fame have been announced. And in 2021, some celebs that are going to be there, Trisha Yearwood, The Judds, and Kelly Clarkson. Oh. So congratulations to them. There was 35 overall announced. but I was going to say, dang, they went hard on the country stuff. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, like Salt and Pepper, they're in there too. This year, Missy Elliott. I go and I'm... I want to hear Grandpa. Grandpa, <laughs> tell me about them good. Like, no, Bob, we're not doing a show. We're just getting a star here. Yeah. But that's cool. Good for them. That's pretty cool. Sometimes when I go work out there and I'll be doing American Idol, I'll walk down that star walk of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty gross. Like, cause, <laughs> That's because it's dirty? Yeah, it's just dirty. Like, 
and occasionally you find a good star, like a cool. I think Garth has one. There's a lot of no names, huh? Like you, like we're like, oh, who is that? I don't know who that is. Old people, though, yeah. like from the 20s and 30s and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Good for them. What else? Well, there's this thing called a psychic artist on Etsy, or not a thing, a person, and they use their psychic abilities to see your future soulmate, and then they draw you a detailed sketch of them. You just, and then it describes their personality and all that, and it's sent to you within like 24 hours. You just have to provide your name, birth date, and pay $66. Yeah. <laughs> she can't finish them fast yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> so evidently, you have to, if you sign up now, you're going to be on a wait list because she's behind on drawing. She's gotten so many requests. That's fun, right? Well, I mean, I guess it's something, too, to hold on to, keep in a drawer, and then when you do start dating somebody, do you pull it out, and you're like, hmm, well, they sh- let me He kind of looks like the stick figure. He does have two <laughs> arms and two legs. Interesting. <laughs> All right, what else? So I thought about you when I saw this, Bobby, because the guitar played by Kurt Cobain during his 1993 MTV Unplugged performance has sold... For $6 million. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I'm going to go down the list a little bit with you guys because I pulled all of the auction numbers because they sold a whole bunch of stuff. That's awesome. But yeah, the the guitar for Kurt Cobain, where did he play that? At the MTV Unplugged. The oh, the, the acoustic one. Nirvana. The acoustic one yeah. of my favorite albums. Oh, I know. I think time. when we learned that this was going up for auction... I feel like we were all going to try to get together and get it for you. Yeah, we thought about it, but no. Wait, how much did it go for? It went for $6 million, but the starting bid, we didn't know where that was going to be. Like and then 500 would have been the max <laughs> if you all could have gone in. We didn't know. I mean, really. Well, that's it, nice, though. It started yeah. at a million, but then quickly escalated, and $6 million breaks the world record. So it's now the most expensive guitar sold at an auction. Wow. And some guy that owns a microphone business in Australia bought it. It's really cool. For me, you got to think, the 90s, I was two things. I was 90s country and 90s grunge alternative. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at the same time, and sometimes I would kind of peter off on uh, one direction or the other. And that album, to me, was the most grunge country record it could have possibly been together. <laughs> because they're sitting around playing acoustic in, in these trees and plants and stuff. and they're play- that, that MTV acoustic is just one of my top... Mm, seven or eight favorite albums. Yeah, I would have loved it. Sorry. But, Sorry, man. We yeah, tried. You, you yeah, tried? We, we, we got outbid. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for thinking about me. All right, Amy. Yeah, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So Army Specialist Craig Hall lost a leg in an attack in Iraq in 2007 and I love people, organizations that help out our heroes. And this guy's been battling through physical problems, emotional problems. And he says now his life's in order. He's got a good job and a wedding on a way. But his his goal in life is to always been to own a home. So this program, Homes for Heroes, stepped in and just gave him a house mortgage-free. Oh, amazing. Crazy. He says it's the biggest gift he's ever received and the biggest blessing ever, too. And he just owes a big shout-out to them. And we are, too, now Homes for Heroes. And anyone that works with our veterans to help them out. And, and we've worked with Building Homes for Heroes, which is a, a similar program yeah. to, to help our military get homes. I just First of all, one, I want to shout out Army Specialist Craig Hall for serving us. And two, Homes for Heroes. I think that's awesome and like to give them a little time this morning. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of pizza can tell the future? What kind of pizza can tell the future? A medium. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. That was the morning corny. All right, let's go to Chelsea in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Hi, Bob. 
everybody. Good morning, studio. I just wanted to say I am obsessed with these Lunchbox segments every day. He is so funny, and it makes the show a lot more entertaining. So thanks, you guys. Yeah, Lunchbox prank calls have been awesome. You know, those guys over there come up with some great ideas for those prank calls. Yeah. And so I see them, and I'm like, dang, that's funny. So they all just kind of sit over there and talk about prank calls. That's what they get paid to do. What kind kind of amazing job is that? Pretty amazing. Yeah. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, appreciate that. We we think they're great, too. So thanks for sharing. You guys can call our voicemail line, too. 877-77-BOBBY. would love to hear from you. I was reading a story about how a lot of people now don't want to ask to talk to the manager, especially women, because they don't want to get um, recorded on people's phones and being labeled a like Karen. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to be a Karen. You don't want to be a Karen. Mm-mm. So just so everyone understands what a Karen is. A Karen, the definition is the stereotypical name associated with rude, obnoxious, and an insufferable middle-aged white woman. A Karen takes everything wrong with the typical over-entitled Western woman and cranks it up by several thousand percent. (laughs) So the name they've assigned to just obnoxious middle-aged white woman is, is a Karen. Sometimes I'll I'll talk to Scuba Steve. I'll say, hey, how are the complaints? He goes, you know, mostly just a bunch of Karens. (laughs) So... That's just that's the term that's now associated with that. And okay. it would stink to be named Karen now. Oh, yeah. It would almost stink to be named Alexa before Alexa happened. All of a sudden, your life gets changed. Well, now, if your name is Karen in real life, that stinks. But we have a real-life Karen on with us right now. Oh. Hi, Karen. Are you there? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. How are you, Karen? I'm good. I've never heard my name said so many times so quickly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay, so here's the deal. Do you know that people that are people using the name Karen now in a, in a way that's not good? Uh, there is literally no way to not know that. Mm. Yeah. It's called Karen culture. <laughs> and so what is yeah, it like yeah. really being named Karen? It, it's an interesting time to for that to have changed because I haven't left the house in about four months. So I, I don't know if I've experienced the backlash of it or, or the lash of it. Um, but I see my name showing up everywhere a lot more than it ever has before. Uh, my social media is full of my name. It's a really great way to look at the terrible things happening in the world if you search hashtags. So that's kind of weird to see your name showing up, but yeah. Isn't it weird they picked your name of yeah, every name? Karen? Like, what's wrong, with the, what's wrong with the name Karen? Did you ever ask yourself that? Um, I, uh, prior, to, prior to this resurgence of the name, I think it's I have asked myself that, and I think it's just the the timing the timing of when this name was popular, which was probably a little bit before I was born. But um, I think it just goes to the certain age and I don't know demographics of someone. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I I always thought it was because my parents liked the Carpenters. <laughs> oh, they named you after Karen, Karen Carpenter. Carpenter. Nice. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Karen, you live in Portland, Oregon. I do, yeah. Nice. What do you think, Karen? Let me ask you a question. What do you think we should name the dude version of Karen's? Ooh, good question. I was thinking about this. Like, what's a um, like a douchey name? No offense, Karen. But like, <laughs> but now the dude version is it like a Chase. Ooh, Chase is a good one. Chase is a good one. Chase is, is too young. Chase is way too young. Okay, a Brandon. Like, uh, um, maybe, maybe Brandon. I was uh, gonna say Chuck, but I think that's too specific. Who? Chuck. Um, Chuck. Like Chuck. 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 Like I don't know. There's something weirdly nuanced about the name because you have to be between like 35 and 45, and I don't know what that name is. Like that's a, a good point. Of, Paul. Um, 
I feel like Maybe it needs two, two syllables, though, right? Oh, yeah, right? Like Karen. Like a, a Jeremy? Yeah. Jeremy? Mm, okay, you going full Jeremy, Jeremy on us? <laughs> yeah, I think Jeremy's pretty good. Jeremy? Hmm. Jason? It's, Jeremy's too long. Jason? Jason? Like a Jason. Jason's like a generic name that, like, okay, what? Jason seems still young to me, but is that just because yeah, it's us? Well, Jason's our age. I know, and we're in this category. I just, <laughs> we it's, hard. it's weird sometimes where it's like, oh, yeah, I am in this category. Maybe a Todd. Ooh, Todd's Ooh. good. Todd's Todd. real good. He's going full Todd right now. Did you yeah. say Chad? <laughs> I said Ch- Chase, but yeah, Chad or a Todd. Chad or, yeah, those are one syllable, Ooh, but they work. Yeah. <laughs> they work. Morgan, what do you think? Do you think do you like Todd or Chad to be the male version of a Karen? I think it's Chad. Oh. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Man, I tell you, he went full Chad today. He's in Chad mode right now. Dang. Do we know any famous Chads? There's Chad Kroger from Nickelback. Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. From, from One Tree Hill. Yeah. Are there any other Chads though, that are famous? Chadwick Bozeman, but that's a Chadwick. Not the same. Chad. Chad, yeah, Chadwick's different. Chad Kroger. There's not a lot. Chad Smith, the drummer for the Chili Peppers. <laughs> good one. Good one. But again, I think Chad Smith and Chad Kroger are 100% proof points of this. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that's. I think Chad's pretty good. Todd's a close second, though. Will you think about changing your name from Karen or a nickname? What's your middle name, Karen? Lisa. That's a close second to Karen. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. All right. We'll put you on hold. Karen, thank you for being a part of the show. Of course. That's fun, huh? Yeah. So we have decided that it, the male Karen, until they decide, until the, until the world decides, is going to be a... Todd. No. No, Chad. Oh, Chad. A Chad. Yes, okay. Chad. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough name. Chad's good. If somebody comes up and I'm Chad, I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) I saw Taste of Country tweet out, name a country song that's helped you get through a tough time, and then tag the artist. And there were a bunch. And Darius replied and wrote, I Wish It Would Rain by Nancy Griffith. And I wish it would rain. It's gonna wash my face clean. I wanna find some So I was thinking about this. A country song that helped me get through a tough time. From about, I don't know, sixth grade on, anytime anything bad would happen in my life, I would play this next song I want to play in a second. But anytime something bad would happen, I get beat up. I get beat up. Oh, man. Or I get beat up, you oh. know, I get made fun of. Yeah. <laughs> or a girl just wouldn't, like, we, I think we called it, go with me or be my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I would play this song right here because it would get me through and think, I'm going to keep going regardless. Yes, I will sell my best. I turn it up and be like, yeah. I'm going to keep going, baby. Like a bird Look at you now. The river. Thank you, Garth. Garth Brooks. Yeah. So my entire teenage angst was Garth the River and Nirvana. <laughs> All Nirvana? That's it. <laughs> but yeah, I would play that. That's the country song that got me through a lot of, a lot of kid tough times. Amy, you have one? Yeah, it's a great day to be alive. Oh, yeah, you told us this story. You would cry in your shower. Yes. It this, was, this isn't Travis Tritt, though. Right. Corey Morrow and Pat Green did a cover, oh, wow. so I would actually listen to the CD of this. My uh, sophomore year of college, I was trying to picture out which bathroom I was in. Yep, sophomore year. And I spent a lot of time in the shower on the floor with the water just running on me while this song played. Because of one guy. Mm-hmm. Does that this song remind you of that guy? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean I'm thinking about him right now. Nice. Oh, is he I naked? Mean, no, <laughs> no, no. We had just broken up. Oh. 
I think we even got back together after this anyway, but I just, anytime I hear this song, it's such a great song and has such an awesome message, but which I can fully appreciate, but also at the same time, I'm curled up in a ball in my shower when I hear it. Whenever you hear Travis Tritt, I got rice cooking oh, in the so microwave. Does it remind you of that? Yes. No? Automatically. Automatic. There is no, I, I have not heard that song since then and not immediately transported back to my shower floor. I didn't know that one was such a pressure hit. That's, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times. Do you know all the words? Probably. We play it. She starts crying. Doesn't know why. Because <laughs> I don't know why I'm crying. I have no Luckily idea. Luckily, it doesn't trigger. I don't know. I mean, I haven't listened the whole thing through in a long time, but I bet I bet I probably could. Eddie, you have a country song that got you through a tough time? Yeah. I don't think I ever told you guys this, but like, I don't know, three years ago or whenever this came out, I was just going through hard times, just not really understanding what my point was. And this was before foster children, you know, and like really not knowing what my purpose was. And I remember just driving home one day and uh, Jake Owens, uh, what's it called? Um, what We Ain't Got came oh, on. Oh, yeah. And it just put everything in perspective with, with me. Like, I've always just wanted things that I don't have. Like, I have a beautiful family, great family, a great job, good friends. And it was one of those drive homes where I was like, I don't know why I've been feeling so bad for, like, months. I, I got it now. And then soon after this, we got, I mean, we got certified to foster. Now I got two foster kids and life's changed. Crazy, you, you man. I, I've never, one. recent, and I never shared this with you guys. Hey. That's a good song, though. It's a jam. All right, here's a great day to be alive. You can, you can play it. It doesn't make me sad. <laughs> Hold I on, just, Amy. I don't know. Hang really, on. Here no, we go. It's a great song. I love it. It doesn't make me sad, but I, I, I just my brain goes to the shower. You're cool to play because I don't want to hit play no, if you're gonna cry. You should play it. It's a great song. Okay, I got it. Rice <laughs> cooking in the microwave. All right, here's Travis Tritt. This is it. for Amy and her dearest. What's your uh, ex boyfriend do oh, now, boy. roughly? Oh, he's super. What do you mean? What does he do? Like, he 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 lives in a town that we're. I mean, it doesn't matter. I know. I've of course known not. him. No, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's super successful. Yeah. He's very. He he's very successful. And is married and has a kid or kids. I don't know. Because I ran into him at a Mexican restaurant. Mm, I think and his wife was pregnant. No, it wasn't. Uh. We have moved on. No, it was not. We're fine. That was hard, hard, Amy. We're totally, no. No. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There was this nine-year-old girl in Arizona. Her name's Valerie. She was only born with one hand. So in fourth grade, they're learning how to play the violin. Only problem is she only has one hand, so she can't do it. One of her classmates goes home and says, Dad, there's this girl in our class. She can't play the violin because she only has one hand. Dad gets on the internet, starts doing some research, and builds her a prosthetic. Wow. Builds her a prosthetic? Yeah, out of... Thermoplastic. It gets flexible in very hot water, then hardens into the shape as it cools. Wow, I'm looking at this. It is the hand that she uses the bow. The, the, I, yeah. the, the, the string. The yeah. thing. Whatever that. I don't the know. The bow. bow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like he said. So the... the yeah. Well, I didn't know if it was called like a sword. I don't yeah, know. It's what not a sword, It's no. a bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't know if that was... And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm going to play you a theme to a classic TV show. Just name the show. Now, they're pretty easy when we start. They'll get harder as we go. And I added some of these to take out the really obvious answers. Okay? Okay. Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, Morgan, you're in too. Number one. Sunny day, sleeping up.
made an edit there. You're good at it. Oh, I was waiting for that part. <laughs> okay. But you know it, right? Yeah. This is supposed to be the easiest one on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Lunchbox is struggling. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard this in my life. Yes, I'm you a- have. For sure. For sure he has. Will you play that from the beginning again? Everybody in? Yeah. In. No. All right, Lunchbox, coming to you first. Little House on the Prairie. No, 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 no. Everybody, Morgan, do you have it? Sesame Street? Yeah. Yay! Can you tell me Woo! how to wow. get how to get to Sesame, Sesame Street? Yeah. How to get to Still Sesame Still the theme song now. Come on, man. So, okay. That was the easiest one. <laughs> Lunchbox is out. Uh, next up. Come and listen to a story about a man named Jed. A poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed. And then one day he was shooting at some food. And up through the ground come a bubbling crude. Oh, that is black, black gold. Texas, Texas tea. <laughs> well, the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. The kin folks said, Jed, move away from here. They said, California is the place you want to be. So he loaded up the truck and they moved Beverly Hills Swimming Pools Movie Star. <laughs> Morgan is completely yeah. stunned. The one that I would even know the lyrics to such an old song. You don't know that show? No, I have no idea. Hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if like it was given it away with like Beverly Hills, maybe, but <laughs> I don't think it was. Okay, here it is one more time. Come and listen to a story about a man. Amy, you struggling or you have it? I got it. Oh, you do? Morgan, are you in? Yeah, I'll give it a guess. Okay. I'll go to you first, Morgan. Home on the Range. Is that a show? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. Amy? Beverly Hillbillies. Lunchbox? Oh, sorry. Uh, Eddie? Uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Black gold. Texas, Texas tea. tea. Dang. Okay. This next one, Ray, let's do number eight. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Can you name that classic TV theme? Amy? The Twilight Zone. Eddie? Couldn't have made an edit there? Twilight Zone. I know. I didn't make an edit there on that one. I like how you were looking down your paper like you didn't hear that. (laughs) Good one. I bet. Okay, we'll do do number three, Ray. Uh Uh-oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. oh wow, you guys both have Oh this? yeah, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, for sure. I'll turn it up, let me Amy? MASH. Eddie? MASH. Yeah, the highest rated episode of all time. Most watched of all time ever in TV history was MASH. The finale? The finale, yeah. I know, I've never seen an episode of MASH. It used to come on and they used to be like, can this show get over so wrestling can come on? <laughs> You're right, it did come around that time. <laughs> okay, name this one. And... Only two people remain. I Amy love this show. On the count of three, say it. One, two, three. Inspector, Inspector Gadget. Gadget. Good. Na 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 na. Inspector Gadget. Na 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 na. Okay, next one. Yeah. Can you name this song? Come on, Amy. Struggling right now. Oh! 
Amy. Hawaii Five O. Eddie. Dang, Hawaii Five O. Nice. I had Miami Vice. Okay, Ooh, but you got one. the beach vibe. All right, next one. Here we come. Walk down the street. Oh, crap. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Oh. Edit. I'm in. Is this a TV show? Come on, Amy. I know it. This is a TV show? Yeah. Okay. Amy? The Monkees? Yeah. Eddie? Dang, the Monkees. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, Can't with the Monkees! Good. Oh, okay. All right, we only have a couple left. It Somebody's going to fall soon. Mm-hmm. Next up. Mr. Trouble never hangs around <laughs> when this? he hears this mighty sound. Here I come to save the day. Yes, sir, when there is a Got wrong it. to right. On the Name the classic the TV theme song. He gets the situation well in hand. So though we are in danger, we never Andy Kaufman do some of this yeah. too. Yeah. Land, <laughs> on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Land, sea, air. Go ahead. What do you have? Wait, wait, wait. Like a seal. What do you have? Land, sea, I don't know. Um, Popeye? Popeye is incorrect. Eddie for yes. the win. I got her. Go ahead. Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Yeah. Here I come <laughs> to save, save the day. Mighty Mouse, Mouse is on his way. I mean, yeah. it makes sense. You won. There you yeah, go. Eddie, yeah, nice yeah. job, buddy. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean no, by that? Because you're the oldest. No, no this oh, was, they were waiting this on... This was way yes, before my time. Before everybody was born. Yes. Yeah, but he clearly grew up watching some of no, them. No, I did I not. I Nick at Night. I watched it, too. <laughs> Hater. So this Hater is your Saturday morning DVD. No. Dang, it's turned into hate fest. so rude. Nice job, Eddie. Thanks, man. All right, let's hear from Angel in Southeast Texas. Hey, Bobby. I've been listening to your old podcast, and I really think you and Amy should bring back Wife Confessions. It is so funny. Wife Confessions is just if you're a wife and you want to confess something to the show, we hear it and we say you're free. You're, you're, yeah, those we are abs- We absolve you of your sins. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll turn to that next week on the show. Thanks for calling. Check out the podcast, too, because you hear this show, which we're, we're here for... Over four hours, five hours, basically. And then we do more show after the show. So check out the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I saw Dyson has a $400 hair dryer on sale at Best Buy. It was on sale? Yeah. Can you explain to me? (laughs) Listen. What in the world a hair dryer does to be worth $400? My hair person has one. So you're telling me it's on sale? It's amazing. It's amazing. I, she blow dries my hair so much faster than it used to. And I think she got it maybe a year or two ago. And it, it, I don't know. It's powerful. Dyson just created something that's like super blow dries your hair super fast. The Dyson Super Son. This is not like this is an anti-commercial, oh, by yeah, the way, because I, I cannot like believe so yeah. that someone would pay $400 for a hair dryer. Right. The Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer is engineered to protect hair from extreme heat damage oh. with fastest drying and controlled styling to help increase smoothness by 75%, increase shine. How do they know these percentages? Increase shine by up to 132% and decreases frizz and flyaways by 61%. Oh, flyaways. Oh. Uh, what kind of hair dryer do you have? Like a, I don't even know. 
Morgan, is there anything you can say to justify a $400 hair dryer? Yeah, because I bought one. <gasps> Oh, you have one of these? Yeah. Oh, I did. oh she admitted all admitted I have one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what on earth? I was it's so worth it. I, that's why you asked me. I was like, I don't know. First of all, Amy, not good. I know, but I couldn't. I, I didn't want to be. to us. I, not really. I never said. I said it's on sale. Like, that's a good thing. I would maybe maybe uh, get somebody else one. They're so good. There's 1,300 reviews for this thing, mm-hmm. and it's got all five stars. I just can't believe people pay 400 bucks for a hair dryer. Well, I'm telling you, it bull dries my hair in like five minutes. It takes away so much time. Like, I, if I use a normal hair dryer, it takes me like 25 minutes. Also takes away the frizz. Yeah, I and flyaways, we heard. 70%. Does it make breakfast, though, or do the dishes? I know, we're not proud. Well, I can't speak for Morgan, but we're, I probably can. We're not proud of ourselves. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, and also, if my husband's listening now, he'll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't know you Yo, He it? didn't know? I thought you guys wow. had a, a deal yeah. where no, no. you couldn't spend money up he, to- No, no, he know. well, that it's gone up, but still, he would think this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He knows I have a Dyson. He just probably has no idea how much it is. Oh. <laughs> he thinks it's about the Dyson vacuum. Right. He, Unbelievable. So now, oh. This so what's, is, the, what's the normal price? Color me shocked by the price of that. 400, 400. So but it's on sale. Off? They, how much? they only make, no, it's at three ninety nine. Oh, oh, oh you're you're wrong. I, I didn't pay you. more than that, did you? No, I yeah. bought it like at a Christmas sale, so I did buy it yeah. on sale. Mm. Crazy. You're Lunchbox, what'd you do here? So I called massage places, I guess you call them massage parlors, and I wanted to book my mom a massage, but the real thing is I really wanted to book a room so I could give my mom a massage. <laughs> That's weird. All right, here we go. <laughs> Great day at the spa. How can I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was trying to get my mom a massage. Okay. When would she like to come in? Around 5 p.m. That's when we're both off work. Have you guys been here before? No, we haven't. Like, how long well, Like, what? How long is the massage? 60 minutes. Ooh, 60 minutes. I don't know. I mean, I, we, could, we would only need the table in the room for, like, maybe 45 because my hands, I don't know if I can do an hour massage anymore. Uh, say that. So you both are looking to get massages? No, no, no. I want to give my mom a massage. No, and I, you, no, we do not allow that in our building. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, I'll pay for it, but I, no, I mean, that's, we cannot allow that. It's completely against policy. But my mom's been working hard, and I just want to get in there, and you know, like, I'm sorry, we cannot allow that. But she likes it when I do it. I've been doing it since I was a kid, and like, I just, it's easier. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> Are they called? I don't think they're called parlors anymore. Are they? I have no idea. <laughs> Aren't those the bad ones? I know. I don't know. The whole thing so smells creepy. Shady, All right, here's Lunchbox wanted to rub his mom down. All right, here's another place. How can I help you today? Uh, yes, I was trying to get my mom a massage. I can get her in with Miss at six o'clock for one hour. Well, I I don't know. I'm not Miss. I was uh, planning on giving my mom the massage. Oh. Oh no, we don't do that. No, no, no. You no, right, right, right. Yeah, you don't have to do it. I'll do it. Like, I mean, I'm gonna get. I'll just need your oils because my mom likes it when she's nice and oiled up, and then I really get into the muscles. No, sir. We don't allow people without a license to massage in our clinic, so no, that won't happen. I ha- I have a license. I've been driving for years. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> my mom, you know, like she's been working out and I'm trying to get her loose and like her muscles, you know, stretched out. So I've been doing it since I was like 10 and my hands have gotten a little, you know, arthritis over the years. So that's why I need to borrow your oils in your room because it's a little more spread out. 
<laughs> that's not going to happen, sir. Sorry about that. Okay. I mean, I, I listen, let's just say you're working the front desk and I have an envelope and I got 200 bucks in it. No, absolutely not. Okay. Okay. 500. <laughs> ha- have a good day. Sir. No, no, sir, sir, sir. <laughs> All right. Lunchbox is calling different massage places. See if he can get in to rub his mom himself. Here's one more. He's speaking with How can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get in there and get my, give my mom a massage. Let's see. Does she want a male or a female therapist? Oh, I'm a male. <laughs> no, no, no. Your mom. No, oh, my mom's a female. No, I know your mom's a female. <laughs> I said, does she want a male or female therapist? Oh, no, I'm the male that's going to be doing the massage. You know what I mean? My mom likes it when I rub her. I just need a, a nice, clean space. And you guys have the perfect oils that, you know, she likes it when she's really oiled up. And it makes it easier to get in there on the glutes and things. No, we, we, we can't do that here. No, no, no. Like, you don't want to hear my mom moan? Like, she, she really moans when I get in there. It's like, Ugh. <laughs> there you go. He did it again. Nice that's job, funny, man. You know what I mean? Ugh. She likes to get her glutes all, all up in there. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't borrow the oils? Who doesn't? Yeah, like you can't get your own oil. <laughs> you know, Amy mentioned in the pile hours ago that a guitar from Kurt Cobain, MTV Unplugged, sold for $6 million, which is insane. It's an acoustic guitar he played. I have some of the other stuff from that auction list here. A custom guitar played by Prince from the 1980s. Sold for $563,000. It's uh, it's a guitar, and it's got that little wave on top of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like That's the Prince symbol wave. Elvis had a belt. You say, is it macrame? How you say it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A macrame belt that Elvis wore about 30 times on stage. The blinged out? Final bit of $298,000. Uh, yeah, it's elvis out. Nice. Madonna's gown... An ivory gown worn by Madonna in her 1990 Vogue video sold for $179,000. That's Who has that kind of money to buy like a dress somebody wore in a video? Man, these people have a lot of money yeah. to buy this kind of lot. stuff. Because yeah. these are just what? Conversation pieces? To have in their house and be like, I don't oh, know. Some people buy. collectors. Yeah, it's collectors or they're investing in it and they think in oh. three to five years it'll sell for even higher. I didn't even think about that. The guy who bought the baseballs after McGuire and Sosa hit him bought one of the balls for a million bucks. Probably couldn't get twenty thousand dollars for it now, though. Wow. So it goes the opposite way too. Because oh. he cheated. Because uh, the ball, they kept hitting more and more home runs. Yeah, that's true. More so than cheated. And then Barry Bonds beat them both. <laughs> right. And he cheated too. Well, they all cheated. Yeah, yeah. I know. What I know. do y'all mean cheated? They, they took steroids. steroids. Oh. But everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. They all cheated. Roger Maris didn't cheat though. <laughs> Tell him. Nineteen sixty-one. Tell him. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> They're all using it. Whatever. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones.